I've heard of a man that says he takes the book of Acts in his hands and he says, you can take this book or leave this book. My Bible says that any man that takes away out of the word of God, his name will be taken out of the book of life. If any man adds to this book, amen, the plagues are going to be added to him. And so I'm thankful, amen, for God's word. Amen. Are you thankful for God's word today? It's my foundation. Amen. It is what keeps me. Amen. I do not uh, look to what man has to offer. I do not, uh, I'm not swayed by uh, people's either their desire to live for God or their lack of desire to live for God. But I am upon the foundation, Jesus Christ. I'm going to help you get to heaven. I'm going to preach to you. I'm going to preach faith to you. I'm going to tell you you can make it. But you've got to get that same relationship with Jesus Christ that I have. You've got to get upon the same foundation that I'm on. Oh, praise the Lord. Thank God for all those amens. But everybody in here has to get it for themselves. Praise God. Amen. You cannot live without the revelation of who Jesus Christ is. You've got to know who Jesus Christ is. Amen. Amen. You've got to call upon the name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Acts chapter 22 and verse 16. Acts chapter 22 and verse 16. Praise God. There's, there's many who are not here today, but God's going to bring them through. Amen. Amen. God will bring them out of their sickness. Amen. Out of the trap of the devil. Amen. I'm just going to say here right now, amen, that uh, the devil... I believe that this COVID mess is of the devil. Amen. And the reason why I'm saying this right now is because the, de the devil will offer you an excuse of sickness not to be in the house of God. Amen. And so in living for God as apostolics, we recognize we are not ignorant of Satan's devices. And so what we do is we say, okay, when this sickness is trying to convince me to stay out of church, I'm going to church. Oh, praise the Lord. Amen. I'm going to the house of God. Amen. And so I refuse to live in a hovel of fear. I refuse to live according to what men say you ought to do. Uh, if you'll notice, the word of God never changes. Man changes his little rules and regulations every week, every day. Amen. But I'm standing according to the word of God. Praise God. Amen. I said I'm standing according to the word of God. I stand upon the word of God. Amen. I have faith in his word. Praise God. Amen. Acts chapter 22, verse 16. And now, why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling 
on the name of the Lord. Praise God. And now, why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Praise God. Let's call upon that precious name today. Lord, we love you. We call upon your precious name, Jesus. Because we've got to have you, Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, I love you, Lord. I worship you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Can you lift your hands to the Lord? Can you lift your voice to the Lord right now? I need you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Come on, church. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I need you, Jesus. Oh, yes, God, I praise your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. You can be seated. Praise God. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 5 says there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and the Father of all who is above all, through all, and in you all. Praise God. Amen. I've come to teach for just a little while and preach today, amen, that there is just one God. We are a, uh, we worship one God. We have one God that has saved us, amen. Uh, the one God that we worship, he came down from glory and robed himself in flesh and became the man Jesus Christ, Amen. Jesus Christ was, is not and was not the second person in the Trinity. Amen. The word Trinity is not found in your Bible. Amen. Uh, the Trinity is man-given. Amen. AD 325 is when the Trinity was given. Amen. Thank God for the name that's above every name. Uh, amen. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. There's only one God and his name is Jesus Christ. Oh, thank God for that name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The name of Jesus Christ, at that name, every knee shall bow. Hallelujah. Amen. If you don't bow your, your knees to Jesus Christ now, you will bow your knees to Jesus Christ. Amen. I said there'll come a day when you will bow your knee one way or the other. Hallelujah. There's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Neither is there salvation in any other. I said neither is there salvation in any other name. Hallelujah. Amen. That name saves the name of Jesus Christ. Heals.
I don't need man's help. I don't need man's uh, uh, laws to tell me when I can worship and when I can't worship. Oh, praise God. Let's worship the Lord. Give me some bass up here, brother. Hey, man, you're stripping my voice. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, somebody say praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. We find in our Bibles in Philippians chapter 2. Amen. Philippians chapter 2. I'm not in a hurry today. If you're in a hurry, amen, you can go. Praise God. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 2. It says, if there be any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, uh, fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, And took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. That at the name, that is above what? Every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is who? Lord. If you uh, don't understand the, 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 importance of this uh, scripture that was written by the apostle Paul you have to understand that in the Old Testament and Paul was preaching from uh, the Old Testament hear me today Paul was preaching out of the 39 books of the Old Testament He was not preaching out of Philippians chapter 2. He was writing a letter to the church at Philippi. Understand that these apostles, when they preached one God and they baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, they were preaching out of the Old Testament. Well, praise the Lord. 
Where did they get baptism out of the Old Testament? It's when they came through the Red Sea. Hallelujah. Amen. The rock that followed them was Christ. Amen. That was the water that they drank. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm preaching to you today that there's just one God. Amen. I said there's just one God. And his name is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hey man, there's a lot of names out there that people are calling upon and it doesn't do them any good. Hey man, they put shirts and jerseys upon themselves that has a name on them that can't do anything for them nor would they do anything for them but I promise you that when you start calling upon the name of Jesus Christ amen you're going to find salvation you're going to find saving power healing power because it's the name of Jesus that's going to save you Well, hallelujah. There's multiplied billions of dollars that people possess in the world. Yet you don't find them helping others to be saved from their sins. They have the ability to do anything that the mind desires, including going into the heavens, but they cannot take your soul to heaven. Oh, who's with me here today? I'm trying to make you to understand, amen, that Jesus Christ being God manifest in the flesh, he came to seek and to save that which was lost. Amen, he came to give us life and to give us life more, what? Abundantly. Oh, he didn't come to give us life. Amen. He came to give it to us more abundantly. He wants us to have that life. He wants to have us to have that joy. Joy in the Holy Ghost. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. The joy. Amen. That he put in me. It's not short-term. It's long-lasting. My joy isn't predicated and dependent upon anything else. But the joy that he give me, the world can't take it away. The devil can't steal it from me unless I allow him to. I want the joy of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I want that joy down in my spirit. I want that power of the Holy. I want that peace in my mind. You know why the devil doesn't want you to come to church? He doesn't want you to hear hear the preach word of God. You know why the devil doesn't want you to pray? He doesn't want you to be renewed. How many believe that? That's why you got to pray. You can't do without praying. You can't, you can't quit coming to church. Well, I feel something in the Holy Ghost here right now. Where the, the, cult, the culture of this world is okay, everybody line up. Get your little food tray. 
and uh, we're going to feed you. And, oh, yeah, th- th- this world, this government, world government, and if you don't think world governments, it's not going to come. You're fooling yourself. You better get ready for the return of Jesus Christ. I had a, I had a man sitting next to me on the airplane, and he said, Preacher, he said, I'll tell you right now, that there's only three nations in the world that haven't lined up to one world finance. And he said it's the United States. He said it's China and Russia. He says the rest of the world has lined up. He didn't have the Holy Ghost. He's never been baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. But as soon as I begin to tell him that the Bible talks about that there's going to be a one world system. Amen. He immediately picked up on it. This world is not, uh, 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 they're not ignorant. uh, Amen. Of what's going on around him. And and I'm looking at people here today. The devil would like to try to to get you to become ignorant uh, of his devices and get you to line up. uh, Amen. And and fall into order uh, and say, we're going to do it this. No, 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 no. We're the counterculture against the world. We're the counterculture against sin. Amen. The church has to stand up. Amen. We've got to get, amen, conviction down into our spirit and into our walk with God. No. We're not doing it that way. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You say, what are you preaching about, Pastor Kerry? No, I haven't, I haven't lost anything. I'm preaching about there's just one God. Amen. His people. Amen. They follow him. They call upon his name. Amen. They're going to see his works in the deep. We're going to see mighty things happen, church. Amen. That's why we have to call upon the name of Jesus. Second <laughs> Corinthians 5 and 19. To wit or to know that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not themselves. Reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, but has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Amen. There's nothing in this world that can reconcile sin, but we know that through the blood of Jesus, amen, we can have reconciliation, that we can draw nigh unto him by the blood of Jesus. Oh, I'm preaching to you right now that there's a correlation between the name and the blood. Amen. That you can't get the name without the blood, and you can't get the blood without the name. You've got to have both. Hallelujah. You've got to have the name and the blood. Amen. To be reconciled unto Jesus Christ. Amen. There's, you go to school, you go to jobs, anywhere that tell you, okay, you want to do that, there's a prerequisite. I mean, understand what, understands what a prerequisite is. You have to do this before you can do this. And so how do we become a child of God? 
Amen. How do we become, amen, a, a son of God, a daughter of God, a child of God? We've got to obey the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. The, the, this gospel was imparted to us. Amen. It was given to us. Amen. Thank God for the gospel. Thank God for his word. Amen. Thank God for repentance. Amen. Water baptism in Jesus' name. You've got to repent of your sins. You have to turn from unrighteousness. Turn your back on it. Throw it away. Get it out of your house. That's what repentance is. Godly sorrow worketh repentance. What is repentance? Amen. What is godly sorrow? Amen. That when we start praying, amen, God gives us a sorrow and begins to give us conviction about sin in our life. How many is with me here right now? It's getting a little bit tight. What is sin? Turn to Galatians. This isn't in my notes, but turn to Galatians chapter 5. Amen. It talks about the works of the flesh. Amen. Sin. Amen. Is a transgression of the law of God. And it says here, Galatians chapter 5 and 19. Verse 18 says, but if you be led of the Spirit, you're not under the law. Verse 19 says, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, amen, envies, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Holy Ghost is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. I'm preaching to you today that if you'll get full of the Holy Ghost, amen, you won't fulfill the works, amen, of this old flesh. Amen, when somebody sins, it's because they don't have the Holy Ghost ruling them and leading them and guiding them. You need the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm happy in living for God. There's times where and you say, Well, Pastor, don't you don't you ever feel pressures or or oh yeah, 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 that's but greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to preach faith to you right now. Hey, man, uh, uh, let me tell you about airplanes. Hey, uh, airplanes are built, hey, amen, to withstand pressures. Uh, they're, they're built so that when you go up into the, the atmosphere, wherever, however high that may be, uh, if it's at 30,000 feet, uh, 
25,000 feet, they're built to withstand the pressures. But uh, they have to have a machine inside of them. It's called a supercharger. And it doesn't make them fly faster. It doesn't make them fly better. It makes it to where life can uh, uh, live inside of that cabin at high altitudes because the pressure becomes so great. And so they have to pressurize that cab. Amen. So that the pressures on the outside don't destroy what's on the inside. And I'm going to preach to you that we're the same way physically and then when God fills us with the Holy Ghost we become that way spiritually hey man that on the inside of us is when God fills you with the Holy Ghost that greater is he that is in you than the pressures on the outside than the spirits of this world that try to stop you I preach against hey man and I preach for the Holy Ghost but I preach against the pressures of this world hey man the demons of this world that would try to come against the people of God. That would try to stop you from living for God. God wants you to have the Holy Ghost because greater, greater, greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world. Let's worship the Lord. Well, hallelujah. Oh, yes, God. Come on, let's love him right now. I love you, Jesus. Oh, go ahead, that's the way. Let's just take a little time here. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Come on, saint of God's quoted. It's the word of God. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. God, you filled me with the Holy Ghost. You filled me with your spirit. And God, you're going to take me through tests and trials. You're going to take me through every part of my walk with you because greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. Oh, Jesus. Oh, can you love him right now? I need you right now, God. Oh, come on, saint of God. It's time to pray. It's time to cry out to him. It's time to say, God, I love you more than anything. Oh, do you love him more than anything today? Jesus, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Acts chapter 9, verse 11. This was Paul's conversion experience. How many remembers your conversion experience? I remember lots of you when you came into the church. I was younger then. Some of you I wasn't so young. (laughs) Praise God. I can remember as a child, amen, in our Christian school. And thank God many of you have been restored 
amen, back to the church. Amen. And I can remember many times in here, and I, my, my conversion, I've always been in the church, and I'm thankful for that. But I can remember hearing prayer meetings in this sanctuary. We would pray every day after lunch, and I can, there were days where I'd come in here, and it would be, I'd be tired, and just ate lunch, and we'd sit down and fight not to fall asleep. Because if you got caught sleeping, that was a bad no-no. And uh, But I can remember coming in, into this sanctuary and the conversion experience was taking place in my life. I had received the Holy Ghost, but God was working on me. You know, conversion is not just a one-time experience. Receiving the Holy Ghost isn't just a one-time experience. Amen. But God continues to transform us, to take us higher. Hallelujah. Amen. You say, Pastor, I'm fighting against a lot of things in my life right now. Amen. Just go up a little bit higher. Take it up a little bit higher. Those things can't go higher. They, 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 they're just one-dimensional. But in Jesus Christ, we can rise up above our problems. We can go higher than those things that are trying to keep us from living for God and, and just recognize, say, you know what? I'm going higher in my walk with God. And we find this, this verse of Scripture, And the Lord said unto Paul, Arise, said unto Ananias, said, Arise, go into the street, which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus, for behold, he prayeth. I've been preaching to you out of the letters to the churches of that were written by Paul. He was not Paul at that point, but his name was Saul. And he thought he was living for God correctly. He thought that the uh, life that he was leading, he was a, very much a leader in his, in his society, in his religion that he was doing the will of God and you can read in Acts chapter 22 and verse or in chapters 26 how that he killed the church of God how that he martyred them how that he uh, tortured them how that he beat them because they believed in Jesus Christ and uh, we find that even though he was not uh, doing the right things, he was trying to follow God just in the wrong way. And uh, God got his attention one day and struck him down on the Damascus Road and blinded him. And so I've been preaching to you one God, but I want to reach, I want to reach for your soul right now. Amen. And so we... We look at this man that although he wrote over two-thirds of the New Testament before he came to God, he was a scoundrel. He was a murderer. He was a tormentor. Hey, oh, yes, he was. He sat at the feet of Gamaliel, and Gamaliel taught them. Gamaliel said in the book of Acts, he said, you better leave 
the church alone because it's of, if it's of God, he said you are uh, doing all this against God himself and you're not going to stop the work of God. And finally, God had to get his attention. And Paul had to call out to God. <clears throat> he began to pray. We've all heard the recordings on, on medical lines most of the time. It says if you need emergency assistance, dial 911 immediately. This phrase has become the standard instruction given to quickly uh, given to quickly get the help needed to anyone who is in trouble. AT&T announced in 1968 having met with the FCC that would it would establish the digits 911 as the emergency code throughout the United States. Long before this was ever established, however, God's word records a call that was made, answered, and help was sent immediately. Hear this preacher today. The collision, the call, and the conversion that saved Saul is found uh, recorded in the word of God that he thought uh, that he was doing uh, the will of God. But there was a collision. Can I tell you that, amen, every one of us that our walk with God, uh, amen, that we came into a collision with God. Uh, that God either he got our attention, he spoke to us, uh, or all of a sudden it took drastic measures to get a hold of our mind, heart, and soul. I want to ask you today, hey man, are you ready to meet God? Are you ready for the rapture of the church? Hey man, because there's another collision that's getting ready to happen. Hey man, it's called the catching away of the saints. Hey man, it's called the, the rapture of the church that you've got to be filled with the Holy Ghost, baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of sins. Hey man, but you've got to call on the name of Jesus. Jesus today. <laughs> Saul was furiously going headlong with his plans of the day. He and his henchmen were going to find and bind any that were of this way, namely followers of Jesus Christ. En route, his world was turned upside down. He had a real collision with a bright and blinding light from heaven. It was such a powerful moment of impact that he fell to the ground in shock. And upon hearing the voice of the Lord, his prior attitude of fearless audacity was shattered and turned into trembling submission. When that voice from heaven said, Paul, Paul, why persecutest thou me? And he trembling said, who art thou, Lord? Amen. And that voice from heaven said, I am Jesus of Nazareth whom thou persecutest. Can I tell you that when he heard that, hey man, he said, okay, God, I've been doing everything wrong, and I know that I've got to do it the right way. Hey man, I'm preaching to you today, whether you're here or wherever you're at, hey man, you've got to repent of your sins. You must be baptized. 
baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and be filled with the Holy Ghost. And Paul fell to the ground blinded. And when he began to call upon the name of the Lord, God heard his prayer. God said, okay. I, I, you know, God, he, he knows everything. He connects all the dots. But I can promise you, if God had Paul to that point or Saul to that point, if Saul had not have reconciled at that time, he would have been a blind man. He would have been a bitter man. He would have, oh, are you following me here? All these things that could have happened were reversed because he cried out to God. And he said, God, I've got to have your help. I've got to have your help. I, I want to ask you today, are you going down the wrong road and God is trying to get your attention? And God is saying, come on, you've got to hear my voice today. You, there's all kinds of voices in this world that you're hearing. There's all kinds of things that you're giving credence to and listening to. But why won't you listen to the voice of God? Why won't you cry out to God and say, God, I need your help. The Holy Ghost is here to help you today. Amen. The Holy Ghost is here to fill you today. But you've got to call upon that name. The Lord said to him, Arise, get up. You got to get up out of that condition you're in. He said, Go into the street which is called Straight and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul. Paul got up, he received the same instruction in Acts chapter 9. God told him, said, you get up. And then God called Ananias and said, you get up. And you know what happened? Is God did the miracle in Paul's life. Is there anyone here today that you're trying to do it your way? And it's not working. It's time to say, yes, Lord. God, you've got my attention. God, I've got to have the Holy Ghost. God, I've got to call upon your name. I need remission of sins. I need my sins to be cleansed. I need the blood of Jesus in my life. So today, we've got to call upon the name of Jesus Christ. Let's all stand. This altar's open. If I were in a condition that I needed renewing, that I needed the Holy Ghost, I would not wait any longer. But I would make my way to this altar today to say, God, here I am, Lord. I need you. God, I need the renewing of the Holy Ghost. Come on, this altar's open today. 
Oh, the name of Jesus, I love you, Lord. <laughs>